Uh, Darby Brown, of course, sports director over at KWTX, joining us now. And Darby, I mean, it's this is uh, this is y'all's time of the year. This is excitement. Uh, are you? Um, what are you? How many games are you going to try to hit? Will you stay in the uh, comfy confines of the studio and kind of send folks out into the field? What is your uh, plan for your first uh, Friday night of the season? Zero week, we like yeah. to call it. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm, I feel like, you know, I'm spinning in a million different directions and there's a lot there's a lot going on as it kind of gets up and going. But it's finally here. Uh, you know, we've been previewing these teams for about a month now. So it was awesome to get out there last night to a game in Colleen. And now, you know, we have a bunch of games lined up tonight. I am, of course, going to get out there. Come on, Matt. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to Lorena. So I'll see China Spring and Lorena tonight, um, which will be a good one. And then we'll send, you know, we got about – I don't know, 10 or so people going out to games tonight. We'll get some uh, highlights on in our late show, so we'll be back in studio. But we'll do a little live shot at 6 and, yeah, get right out there. I'm excited. I hope I hope I can find a parking spot at Lorena. Even if I get there early, I, I feel like it's going to be pretty jammed from what I'm hearing. These are ranked teams, and Mr. China Spring, uh. as you know, Drake Toll's standing by, and he'll be up there calling this game. We have somebody else uh, – our man Jared will be calling it for Lorena, so we've got this thing covered. And I like this uh, this Thursday night package that you're a part of here, mm-hmm. Colleen Ellison versus Harker Heights last night. That's kind of a cool broadcast. I even like the, the graphics that are a part of that that you were uh, retweeting last night. But um, uh, what are you what are you kind of looking for tonight in that in that matchup? And do you feel like Lorena? I mean, part of the thing is, hey, how long could Lorena? kind of keep this thing close before the depth and the numbers and all of that kind of takes over. It is a, it is obviously a very proud Lorena program. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're a great team. I would definitely like to see them put together a good game against China Spring. And I think the first week is the time to do that, right? Like both teams are getting out there kind of figuring things out as they go a little bit. Um, and you know that they're going to be competitors. I think, you know, the big, the big storyline with Coach Biles on the way out and seeing kind of if anything has really changed within Lorena with Coach Johnson. Obviously, he was familiar with Lorena's program, and, you know, he was the principal and moved into the head coaching role, which you don't see all the time. So that'll be kind of interesting to see. Um, and then, yeah, you know, you hope that they can make it a good game. And, and who knows what happens in the first week? I mean, I witnessed a little bit of it last night. Obviously, I think a lot of that first week is, you got to play your game, limit your own mistakes, but a lot of times teams can get caught up in, you know, silly penalties and kind of hurt themselves a little bit. So the best, uh, you know, if the teams can put together a clean game and kind of get things going, uh, that would be great to see. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see, again, if anything has really changed with Coach Biles leaving and, uh, you know, a new guy coming in. Darby, uh, Tyler Beatty three-ish years ago, was a middle school assistant. He was a middle school coordinator, now the head coach of the Cougars, 15-1 and last year, a state championship. I know you've talked to him a few times. How, how impressive was he in year one, and, and how shocking is it a guy can go from a middle school coordinator to a state championship head coach just like that? Yeah, and, you know, hearing that and knowing that, it's, it's, it is shocking just because – Last year, I remember the first time I talked to him before the season, 
he was just so confident. It, it was, it was just, you know, we are going to continue things as we did last year. We'll see what happens. We still like our guys and kind of, here we go. And then even this year, it just, it seems like he is, he's just very cool, calm, collected type of guy. And uh, there's, there's a lot of confidence that he gives off that I'm sure the guys kind of follow, but yeah, I mean, what an awesome story. And, so I guess, you know, interviewing him at the beginning of last year, I'm not really, obviously you're, you're always going to be somewhat surprised when a team can actually go back to back because it's so difficult to do. But I wouldn't say I was really surprised by what he was doing just from that initial interview he gave off, you know, he was in charge and, and ready to continue with what they were doing last year. And so I think that's kind of the trend this year. Obviously he kind of gave me a lot of the same stuff. You know, it's a new team. we got guys – Moving out, moving in, as you know, Drake. So you know they'll see what they can, what can they can work with with this team. But um, I think it's going to be business as usual with China Spring. All right, Darby. I am seeing uh, photos of you at this Waco Chamber kickoff luncheon. That's always a a big event. And uh, boy, there you are on stage. One of our sponsors of uh, Campus Confidential, Jim Turner's Chevrolet. Kind of a beautiful backdrop uh, there, and you're kind of leading the whole the whole group there. I'm kind of looking out at all these tables. I think I see Coach Aranda over there at table mm-hmm. seven. Now walk us through that. What were you uh, What were you up to over there? You You appear to be in the picture I've seen giving a pretty inspiring message here. Yeah, it was a short message. It was a longer video I had put together. I actually used one of Drake's calls that he let me use, so that was very nice of him with uh, the China Spring going back-to-back. So, yeah, I put together a kind of preview of all the Waco area teams, and it was about a six-minute video. And so, again, we have really detailed the previews of these teams at this point in multiple ways. We had a preview show earlier this week. We laid it out for the chamber. So everybody should know at this point what's going on, and I'm definitely ready to – to see some games start to happen, but it, it's always fun at the chamber luncheon. Yeah. To look out and see coach Randa and just, you know what I love about that luncheon too, is like you walk in and people just kind of start chatting you up and you know, everybody just cares so much about football and, and not just Baylor. Obviously there's a lot of Baylor fans in the building at, at the Baylor club, but also just the high schools too. Like people just love it. And it makes you feel like, you know, you're, you're kind of a part of it. And it, it just, get, it gives you kind of some energy here. Cause I think, this is about to be my actual fifth football season in this area, which is kind of crazy. And, uh, and I, I feel like, you know, I am just as excited as I first was when I got here. So it's a good feeling. Darby, I saw your tweet today. And this is the good side of Friday. New Zach Bryan, Turnpike, Flatland, and Texas high school football. Great tweet. Mm-hmm. The bad side, the weird side, the what is going on. There's a Coach Carter situation going on in Marlin yeah. where that team – forfeited this week's game in order to put academic prowess number one. What do you make of the situation, even dating back a few months, how how long you've been covering it, that's going on over in Marlin? Yeah, you know, I I think um, we kind of heard rumblings of it at KWGS, and I was, you know, Coach Torres was nice enough to give me a call and kind of tell me what was going on uh, the best he could. And then I also talked to the superintendent, and I'll I'll say – you know, I, I could I really don't know. I think the biggest question people still have is what what is this standard? They set a new standard at Marlin. Kids were not meeting it, so they're not playing. It's supposedly above what is required by the UIL in order to have you know players participate. And so, what does that really mean? I, I wish I could tell you. I I don't really know. I tried to push the best I could. I didn't really get you know a lot of details there. So I don't yeah. know if it was 
you know, hey, are they going to X amount of classes? Are they passing, you know, doing these types of things? You know, I can't imagine there's been it's week three maybe of school. I can't imagine there's been a lot of tests and things. So yeah. it's kind of strange. But, um, you know, I think the biggest thing I can say is Coach Torres seems to be on board with what they're doing. Because of what happened last spring, we kind of know the story there that, you know, people were not eligible to graduate come the end of the year. Obviously, that's a huge problem. And so I think they, they're kind of trying to make sure that they're doing a better job of, you know, keeping the kids accountable in the classroom. And, you know, Coach Torres, he said, you know, on the record, off the record, whatever, I am in 100% support of this in that we need yeah. to – you know, keep them accountable. So I can tell you that I don't think whatever it is they're asking is that crazy because I don't think your head football coach would be that on board with what they're doing if it wasn't, you know, somewhat of a, you know, a necessary standard. I yeah. guess. So we'll see what happens. I, uh, you know, I think that there is a lot of hope and that they will play next week. I think that maybe this was a little bit of, hey, we're serious about this, you guys. You better do what we're asking you to do. And, you know, we'll see what, what happens next week. But it's definitely interesting. I mean, I, to take a forfeit week one, I haven't really seen any situation like that. Um, and so hopefully they can kind of, you know, all get on the same page and get ready to go next week. Yeah, great insight. I don't think uh, Odessa Permian was doing that back in the days of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> the U in the 80s either? <laughs> I don't think yeah, yeah, Jimmy don't think so. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson was not He's saying. not doing that out there. <laughs> They're still not doing it out there. I, when I was out there, I'm not kidding you, there was a story one time that, you know, they needed to build a new high school in that area because it was busting up the scenes like peak oil boom. And, uh, you know, kids at one high school, I won't say it, they were sitting on buckets because they didn't have enough chairs oh. for kids at the school. It was that bad. But they were like, we're not changing these these schools because we're not dropping down out of 6A. And, you know, so it's, they still wouldn't do that <laughs> Sounds like a great open to a thirty for thirty. Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, what is that Ratliff Stadium out there in uh, yeah. uh, Permit? Yeah, that that. Uh, I think that needs to be a place I visit at some point to see a game there. And they was that. Do you think they still pack cool. that place out, or or is it? Yeah, they is do. That, oh wow. Yeah, uh, when I was out there, I will say the the game that. You know, really, there was a, a Permian, Permian Odessa high games will pack it out. I mean, 20,000 people in the stands, crazy. Wow. And then, um, you know, same deal with the, the Midland, well, now Midland Legacy. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. That That is what got me into high school football. I came out of college and went there and, uh, you know, I have a dog named Mojo in honor of it. And so we're, <laughs> we're, we, I loved it out there. It's a good, it was a good time. Yeah, I I got to know people that were in that book years later, or the little brothers of people on that team, and and uh, they they banned that book. Did y'all see that story somewhere? Friday Night Lights recently. They said because of what? like some of the content. I don't know if it's profanity or maybe there was like some sexual content in there. I can't. I mean, I remember the book, obviously. But I don't remember anything that crazy in there. I'm sure there was some bad language because they were quoting people. But there's one school district that has uh, banned Friday Night Lights, which uh, that's 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 pretty uh, that's pretty ridiculous. Okay, any other Darby? Any other games tonight? As you're um, 
kind of doing y'all's scoreboard show and, and doing all the highlights tonight. And as you said, you'll have crews out everywhere. What else uh, What else has your attention here to start the season? Well, our marquee matchup poll, actually, Academy and Rogers won it. So I was surprised to mm. see out kind of spring and Lorena. So I think that the, uh, you know, the Academy fans, they can be pretty, uh, they're on top of things. So I think they got on top of that poll and uh, dominated it. Maybe it was Rogers, too. I guess I should speculate because I don't know. But I uh, I think that, you know, that town, those towns, they are still very much rivals, obviously not in the same, um, you know, division or district really anymore. So they uh, they still like to play each other. When I did one of those stadium stories at Rogers, I had a, you know, 80-year-old man telling me how much he hated Academy at the time. So it is a real serious thing. And, uh, you know, last year, I think um, Academy – uh, you know, Academy didn't have a year they liked last year. They didn't live up to their standards. So I think that they, they care about this game. So I think, you know, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, that's our marquee matchup. So we'll be out there. And then the rest, you know, could be kind of Troy. Whitney could be kind of interesting. Uh, honestly, you know, Hillsborough, McGregor could be decently matched. So we'll see. There's definitely going to be a lot of, I would say, sort of uh, lopsided games. But, you know, yeah, that was the case last night in Colleen, and you can still learn a decent amount about a team when it's when it's lopsided too. So, you know, I'm curious. We're going to go out to Crawford. Always love going out there. Uh, they're playing Goldthwait, who did not have a great year last year. So, uh, but you know, Crawford, I'm curious. They're very young, so there's a lot of questions there. And you know, I'm just ready to see it all. It's going to be a good night. Darby, what do you make? I find this this matchup so interesting. Because the dichotomy of these two teams, one that seems so big and the other that is just your, your little small town blue collar team, it's Robinson and University who battled out a 17 to 15 final score last year and, and University would go on to make the playoffs, which doesn't always happen. What do, you, what do you make of what I think is the funkiest matchup in Central Texas this week? Yeah, no, I totally could see that. Um, I think... University was a team that really kind of was like a slow buildup last year. And now, you know, they have, they both have new head coaches again, too. So yeah. uh, curious to see kind of how they come out of the gate. Uh, you know, University, I know a lot more about, they have, you know, they have some real athletes right now. Uh, they, they lost their quarterback, unfortunately, and it wasn't because he graduated. His family was in the military, so he moved away. So uh, that was a bummer because he was a pretty good player last year. But they still have, you know, London Smith, the wide receiver, Rodney Smith's kid. A lot of people in Waco will know him, and he he's a very good athlete. So if they can have anyone that can throw, I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. They weren't really sure with last I talked to them, so I'm sure they know now. But uh, you know, I'm curious to see who's going to be throwing to him. But you know, University has some really good athletes right now. So whatever, what, how they kind of look tonight? Curious to see that. And then Robinson, you know, I, I think. They are, like you said, they put up a good fight last year. So maybe they'll be able to do that again um, and kind of maybe hope that university doesn't have everything all fine-tuned quite yet. But, um, you know, I think talking with Coach Lancaster coming over from Academy, he's definitely – he wants to give these seniors and juniors, you know, a good year uh, while also building up the younger guys. He kind of said, you know, sometimes people come in and they're just going to focus on the younger kids, and he's focused on, you know, some of those older guys. So – you know, we'll see. I, I, they pushed that game back there. You know, everybody's dealing with the heat, and so they're playing at eight, which is, uh, you know, I guess just a little different, flipped it a little bit around. But, yeah, you, you could be right on that. It could be, uh, you know, a game that maybe is is close tonight but wouldn't be at the end of the year, I would say. that That's a, definitely a possibility. 
All right, that 8 o'clock start, that is a Mosley-issued. I've been telling people to do that, Darby, so if you hear of any more 8 o'clock starts, uh, we rolled oh, that. Uh, I don't like yeah, it. I don't like yeah, we, it. We rolled that out. It's not good for you and people that are on newspaper deadlines, although that's less and less people. But, right. um, I, 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 you know, your deadline is different. Your deadline is like 1030, and you, can, you don't have to give them the, the final score. You could give them some nice first-half highlights, but it does, it does get you home kind of late. Mojo, you had a dog named Mojo. What kind of, what kind mm-hmm. of breed was that? I still he's here. He's been giving me all his toys in the middle of this conversation. Um, but he is an English Springer Spaniel, and he's two years nice. old, so he's got a lot of energy. Really cute, floppy ears. He's a he's a good looking little dog, so he's fun. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, Mojo's a. He doesn't really know why he's named Mojo, but I do, and so do some people out there in Odessa, and they loved it. So that was yeah, that that is a nice deal. Keep your eye on Academy for that new light show they have at the stadium. I'm very, I'm interested to see that. That that's one of the things they did in the off season. Apparently, is added a whole thing where their lights do a bunch of crazy things, like they do it. You know, some of these college games. So let's keep an eye yeah. on that story as well, Darby. All right. I'll keep my eyes peeled. We'll have okay. people on the ground for that one for sure. <laughs> okay, Darby Brown, sports director, KWTX. Thank you. Have a great uh, Have a great evening. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right, Darby. There she goes, uh, off to cover some high school football. Drake, she'll probably be up there. She'll probably be. She'll I'll probably say be hello. On the field, won't yeah. she? Yeah, well, say I'll hello. be on the field pregame, shaking oh, hands. I don't doubt it. Shaking I, hands, I, kissing I, babies. Is that what they say? I do not. I do not doubt that you will be on the field. You will be in the stands. You will work yeah. the entire stadium. There's probably a point in the early in the first, second half where Cam will have to do play by play because you 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 crowd you surf. Sh- I'll be crowd surfing. Yeah, I didn't tell you. I, I hosted their pep rally on Wednesday. Meet the Cougars. <laughs> Gave them a rousing pep talk, Matt. I got them fired up. Holding <laughs> the tune in to one hundred four nine FM. You, Aaron, would you like to hear some? Do we have any audio of that? I'd like to hear what that. Took I'd my like, shirt off I've, and waved it around my head. I, mean, I, was, I, I think, I think the 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 amount of times you've already mentioned your shirt coming off, and I mean you're a an extremely thin man, and you're an extremely like you've got blonde hair, true, and so you don't tan. You probably sunburn pretty easily. So I, I think if I were you, I would I would keep the shirt on. Uh, at at all times. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Drake Toe, Aaron Sexton, doing our thing. Get you ready for high school football, and now it is time for the NFL Blitz. That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas.